Good morning and welcome back to a brand new episode of the podcast, Motherhood on Mondays, with me, your host, Jessica Olsom. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to a brand new episode. I hope you guys are having the best fall ever. It is starting to get to that point here in Washington that I know that we're really on that like sweet spot of the weather's going to be beautiful and crisp. Or it could turn any day into the miserable, rainy, cold, ugly part of fall weather. So, I hope you're enjoying these last few glimpses of fall before we dive into the colder weather. But today, I am so excited to just share a little bit from my heart and do kind of more of a rapid fire podcast. I'm trying to do more of these little rapid fire short podcasts for you guys because I know you guys really enjoy the longer form podcasts, but I like to do the shorter ones too, just to throw in something a little bit on the shorter side. So today I wanted to share with you guys something from my motherhood journey that has been something that has changed for me from the beginning of my motherhood until now. And I wanna share with you guys why I have gone from being a mom that was trying to work to just being a stay-at-home mom without seeking out a second source of income. And so the reason why I wanted to share this today is because I feel like It is very rare in today's world and culture that you see stay-at-home moms that are truly stay-at-home moms. And I wanted to share this because I feel like maybe this is something that other moms can identify with, is there is always seemingly this pressure on moms that we should be working in some form. And there always seems to be this unspoken thing of when are you going back to work or, you know, what's your side hustle? How are you a boss babe? And so I want to share why my convictions on it have changed and why now I don't seek or pursue money as a side hustle. And that seems like it really shouldn't be a difficult thing to share about. But I want to share with you guys why my perspective on needing to pursue money as a stay-at-home mom has changed. So let's jump into it. So when I had my first son, Charles, me and my husband agreed that I would probably go back to work. My husband, if you don't know, we own a small business locally here and we do vintage and antique items. It's basically an American picking store. We have a little bit of everything, antiques, gently used furniture, vintage, estate sale items. So when we had my first son, we kind of agreed that I would go back to work and my husband's mom would probably watch our son. Well, after I had my first son, Charles, I really struggled with leaving him home. I kind of hated the idea of asking someone else to watch my son so that I could go back to work. And, you know, we kind of ended up just, my husband, I think, kind of, caught on to me not really wanting to work and he kind of stopped pursuing that and eventually we decided that we would probably be having more kids and so that it made more sense for me to probably not go back to work but as a first-time mom with my first son one of the first questions that I heard from people after I had my son is so when are you going back to work or so what do you do now what's your plan what are you doing 
And it was really kind of disheartening to me that people just expected me to like go back to work or be making money or that staying at home with my son somehow wasn't doing enough. And it was really a discouragement to me because I was like, staying home with my son is a worthwhile endeavor. And I know if you're a mom in any any sort of capacity, you've probably heard comments like this too. And you probably, you know, replies with something back, oh yeah, like eventually, or yeah, I'm just staying at home for now, but later I'll probably do X, Y, and Z. We always, why is it that we always feel this need to justify just staying home with our kids? You know, I hate that it is such a cultural norm of why aren't you going back to work? Why aren't you using your degree? Why aren't you doing more than just staying at home with your kids? So I definitely had those questions really early on in our marriage and my early on journey with motherhood. And me and my husband got to this point of where we realized that we were probably going to have Benjamin, our second son. And we started talking about things like school and our lives and ultimately what did we want the legacy we left behind to say about what we believed and what type of family did we want to have with our kids ultimately we decided that for our kids and with our goals and with schooling that ultimately we decided that in Washington State we are probably going to be homeschooling our children and the best person to do that is me so we decided that I would be staying at home with with our kids full time and so that is what we have currently been doing my oldest son is five and he goes to preschool and the main reason he goes to preschool is because it is through our church and the teacher is his grandma so it's kind of a fun little experience for all the grandkids is to go through preschool it's pretty relaxed academically they learn very basic stuff that preschoolers learn but i haven't really put a high bar on doing anything super huge with my kids education yet because I just feel like as far as education goes I don't take a hurried approach to it but next year is going to be our first year diving into homeschooling so when we decided that we wanted our family mission and goal and purpose to resemble me being in the house that also meant giving up my salary and in Washington State that is really hard especially if you are a small business the like m- like main level of income that I think Washington says that you need to make to not like live in poverty is quite high. I think it's like 70,000. I could have that number totally wrong, but we don't make near that much money. So our income got caught in half. And one of the reasons why we were able to afford that is because before 2020 hit, me and my husband worked through Dave Ramsey's financial peace university class and we paid off all of our consumer debt so we paid off all of our credit cards all of our medical bills so we were major like majorly debt free when we had my second son which was such a blessing and I just thank God for his wisdom in leading us down that road I know a lot of people don't agree with everything that Dave Ramsey says, but it worked really well for us to take his tools, implement them in ways that worked to our lifestyle. And so for us, 
we are really fortunate that we don't have a ton of debt. And now I know that for a lot of American families, that is not the case. And we do have debt at this moment in time, and just not as it, not as excruciating as it was in the past. We have selective debt now, like we have a mortgage, we have a small business, and obviously our small business has its own account that is separate from ours. But for the majority of what our lifestyles look like, we don't have a ton of debt. Now I know that that's not the case for most American families. Most American families have a car payment. We have chosen not to have a car payment. Most American families have a large house payment. If you know our house story, you know that we bought a diamond in the rough. And so we were able to get quite the deal on our property that obviously not everyone is able to find in their home. So obviously we have chosen a route that enables us to have me at home and not have the same wide financial budget that maybe some other families have. So we have made quite the selective lifestyle choices to support me being able to be at home with our kids. But obviously with that comes sacrifices. We don't get to buy really expensive, cool things. We don't have a big, shiny, brand new house. But for us, for the purpose of our house, for our family, you know, and the values that we have, we don't necessarily see those things as a top priority for us, but that doesn't mean that it is a wrong priority for other families to have. So now that I've kind of laid out like our life, our lifestyle choices, why we have chosen to go the route we have and why we're able to kind of do that, I wanna share a little bit more into why even though I could choose to make money, even though I could choose to have a job, even though I could choose to pursue finance, more financial security through being in you know, an MLM, starting my own business, why I have chosen not to and why my personal convictions are not to. So the first main reason that I have chosen to not seek to make more money or start my own business or be a boss babe which by the way, if you don't know this, I have a storefront for my store. I have t-shirts and different designs. When I first opened up Refined Purpose, I sold garlands. So I have made money with this avenue in the past. I'm not currently doing it. I don't think that doing that was wrong in any way, but I'm just currently sharing why my perspective is not in that avenue for my life right now. So the main reason was me and my husband both really feel led that for us in our lives and how Christ has convicted us, that his, his goal for our family and where God has us right now is me being the stay-at-home mom, being the mom, being the nurturer, being the cook. And we believe that God has called my husband to be the main provider. And there was a season and there was a time why I felt guilty for my husband only being the only worker. And I'm going to be honest, I tied my personal mental health to the security of our finances. And I was like, well, we have enough, but we don't have a ton. I can't buy cool, shiny things like my friends can. The bills are really tight every month. And I was putting my trust in my financial security instead of Christ. And God really convicted this in me because 
we went through a period of time where we were living in a camper and our finances were really tight and we're like we don't know how we are going to get our house finished and I started to try and seek out ways to make money because I was panicking I was panicking because I was like I don't know how ants are going to meet I don't know how we're going to do this and I told my husband I want to start donating plasma and my husband's like I don't think that's a good idea I think that's only going to put more stress on you we have enough money God is going to provide for us and my husband gave this wisdom to me and I did not want to listen so eventually he caved and was like fine you can start donating plasma and if you haven't heard my whole donating plasma story what ended up happening was well god let me do it but then god also taught me a lesson through that and the lesson was is i was so stressed that i was having panic attacks and i wasn't able to donate plasma and for me the whole lesson through that was god was trying to teach me that God didn't necessarily want me to have an abundance of money in that season, but what God was trying to teach me was that God was going to provide no matter what, and God didn't want me to sit there and try and earn my own personal peace and security on my own, but God wanted me to sit and wait and trust in him to provide. He wanted me to trust in my husband to provide, and I wasn't doing that. I was trying to earn it on my own. And through trying to donate plasma and failing miserably through it, I learned that God didn't want me to necessarily have life always be easy, but God was more concerned in growing my relationship with him and teaching me to trust not in money as a financial security and peace, but to trust in God. And what that really taught me was if me and my husband really felt convicted that he wanted me to stay at home with our kids, I needed to trust that God was going to provide. If I really trusted that God had called my husband to be the one to work and that was his role in our family and that was our conviction, why was I going around that conviction and trying to make it work on my own merit? And so for me, part of the reason why I stopped pursuing making extra money is because I realized that I was saying I believed in God to provide for us financially, but then I was going behind what my husband's convictions were. I was going behind what my convictions were, and really, I wasn't trusting in God. I didn't trust in God to provide, and I felt like I needed to do it, and I had to stop and let go of all those things and embrace the fact that God's main goal for us isn't necessarily this huge financial abundance, but sometimes it truly is just having enough to pay the bills, having enough to be fed, and having enough to tithe, and then just being like, okay, God, you did what you said you would do, and we have enough, and that is enough, and I am content with that. And I think a lot of moms struggle with that because we see the $2 bank statement or we see the negative bank statement and we think, oh, I need to do something about that. And what God was teaching me in that moment was no, God didn't want me to do something about it. He wanted me to trust in my husband and his ability to provide for us. He wanted me to trust that he was always going to provide for me. That didn't mean that it was going to be easy. That didn't necessarily mean a huge abundance but it meant giving me just enough for the day and not worrying about tomorrow and I think a lot of moms 
really struggle with that because it's not fun, is it right? It's not fun to be stretched spiritually to trust the Lord when you have no idea where tomorrow's food is going to come from. I'm going to be honest, we had it, it was a humbling experience of being like, okay, we need to go to the food bank this week. Okay, God, I need this amount of money to pay that bill. And you want to know what happened? God has always provided. There's never been a moment of where he has failed us. The bills have always been paid. That doesn't mean that they don't always end up being late, but they always end up being taken care of. We've always had food on our table. We've always had a roof over our head, even if it's meant living with my in-laws for a little bit. And so that was the main reason why. And I was like, if I'm telling other women that staying at home as a stay-at-home mom is the best thing, why am I not fully resting in and trusting in God to provide for me? So that was the main reason that we decided for me to not pursue a second income. The second reason why that I decided to not pursue the boss babe life or be a part of an MLM or to be a part of somehow making money on the side is I constantly see women using Proverbs 31 as an excuse and as a justifiable reason for them to make money on the side. And for some families and some women, that may be the case. That may be their conviction. And, you know, we each have to test our own work. And so back when I first started Refined Purpose, I used it as an outlet because I was experiencing some really hard postpartum anxiety and depression. And for me, it gave me an outlet that was really healthy for me and gave my mind something to work on outside of my son and my kids. And I did that for a really long time. And it was good. It was great. I really enjoyed it. I loved building my business. But I quickly realized, and I think that this is probably how a lot of moms feel that work, is I was like, how can I juggle all of this? And it's stressful. And it's hard because you want to build your business and you want to do this thing. But that also means it cuts into your time with your family And something that Thomas told me in this time was, you know, what is this costing our family? What is pursuing this business costing our family? And it was costing my kids and it was costing my husband because I was trying so hard to build this business, but it was really kind of hurting my kids. And yes, there are absolutely ways that we can juggle business with our family and being busy and having seasons of where we're pursuing making money outside of our our homes. And there's definitely seasons that God has called us to do that in certain capacities as women, where Proverbs 31 can be the conviction to lead us to that. But I realized that I was holding on to this small business thing because I wanted something for myself and because I felt like if I gave this up, I didn't have anything. And I slowly came to realize that the cost of pursuing this business was costing my family more than it was glorifying God. Now, we each have to test our own works. Where this is my story for me and where God was convicting me and growing me may not be where God has you in your season of motherhood. This is one of those areas that we all have to 
talk and discern with our husbands and ultimately also submit to what our husbands say as women and as wives. And I think sometimes we really struggle with that. And I 100% argued with my husband about it. And my husband did at times come around and say, you know what, I think this is good for you. I support you in this. But there are also times that my husband said, you know what, this is costing our family more than it is glorifying Christ. And I had to submit to God in that. So I got to that point of where I was pursuing this business and building this business. And I loved it, but it also was just coming to a point where I had to realize that this is costing my family too much and it is not worth giving my family my second best so that I could give my business my best and you know for each each family I just want to strongly say for each family you have to discern this was just my personal my personal journey in this of where I was like my family deserves my best And if that means making less money, so be it. And I know that is so countercultural, but I am proud to be anti, uh, proud to be countercultural in how I run my business and my family. Do I make a ton of money from my social media? Nope, not at all. I really don't make a ton of money. And that's okay because ultimately I'm not searching for worldly status and worldly success. I am looking for eternal success. And I will say this again so many times over my platform is I had to learn how to define success, not by worldly standards as a mom, but by eternal standards. And so for me, success in my Instagram, success in my business is not having money, but it is how am I living my life and how am I obeying Christ and what he has called me to do as a mom. And for me, that meant pulling back on my business and not making money. And you know what? I would say... And let me just tell you, I feel the most successful now as a mom not pursuing making any type of money and I know that it is so prevalent in our culture for everyone just to preach how easy it is to make money but is it really worth making money if your kids are getting the leftovers the frustration and the tears and the you know lack of gentleness just for some money and just for the status of saying like I run a business and I know so many moms that do have businesses and it is a constant struggle of balance and I'm not saying it can't be done but I'm saying for me that it is something that I decided that you know what if I believe God has called me to be a stay-at-home mom he is not going to ask me to jump through all these hoops to make it work now that's not the same for every family obviously most american families don't live a similar lifestyle to mine most american families do have huge piles of debts but i do want to encourage you that it is possible to be a stay-at-home mom and not live with the perspective of needing to be a boss babe or needing to make money You know, how many times in the Bible does God say he is going to provide for us? And 
so many times in the Bible, you see women working with their hands and being profitable with their hands in their homes, but that doesn't necessarily mean always having a big business. For some women, yes, that might be the case, but that doesn't have to be the case for every mom. And I think when you look at the culture and what the culture is doing, we have to remember like what has Christ called us to do? What is Christ calling us to do with our lives? And how does the boss babe culture line up with that? And so for me, those are the primary reasons why I am content without pursuing needing to make money. When I get people in my inbox that tell me, monetize your Instagram, make more money, I can truly say I am not motivated by money. It is not a motivator for me. It's not what I'm motivated by. I measure my success by how am I obeying Christ. And for us and my family, that is the conviction we have is that God has called my husband to be the provider and God has called me to be in my home. Now, is that going to be different later? Maybe, maybe, we'll see. But for now, that is where we have landed. And I hope that if I could encourage you in anything, is that it's okay to just be a stay-at-home mom. And it, it you should be proud to say, yes, I am a stay-at-home mom with my family, and that is what I do. So, that is why I have ditched the whole boss, babe, mama mentality and why I'm happy to just say, yeah, I stay at home with my kids and not feel a need to make money off my platforms. I am investing in an eternal reward and I know that when I get to heaven someday, that reward is going to so surpass any monetary amount that I could earn here on the earth in my bank account and I am okay with that. So before we go, let me pray before I send you off into your wake. Dear God, thank you so much that you are the ultimate provider. Thank you that it is okay to just be a stay-at-home mom. Help us to remember that we do not need to be moms that follow the culture, but that we can follow Jesus who was countercultural. Help us to remember where our reward is found and that at the end of the day, we can't take money with us. It can be a great tool. We can do a lot of things with it. We can bless people with our money. But ultimately, help us to be moms that find our security in trusting you and not in a dollar amount. And help us to realize that we can be content with what you have provided us for the day. And that we can be content in whether uh, plenty or in less that your sovereignty over our lives is perfect and is a perfect plan for us. And in Jesus name, amen. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Make sure to follow me over at Refined Purpose on Instagram. Share this podcast if you enjoyed it, and I will see you guys next week. Bye, guys.